Popcorn Heist is an interactive community of pop culture lovers that spans multiple mediums. We dive deep into TV shows and movies of the past, present, and future to bring you the hottest takes and the coldest truths. Do you have what it takes? Join the heist. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Popcorn Heist the Podcast. I'm Jake. I'm Nick. And this is Popcorn Heist the Podcast. Welcome back everyone. How you doing, Nick? Welcome back, guys. I'm good, I'm good. And uh, for those of you who are stumbling upon us for the first time, Popcorn Heist is a brand that Jake and I started to uh, share our love for pop culture with the world. Uh, we're big big movie and show nerds, so uh, we just we like to discuss with each other and uh, and, and discuss with, with, with you guys. So uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for joining the heist. Yep. <laughs> As always. So yep. if you're watching on video, then if you're listening on audio, you know what this is about. You know what the episode is about. But if you're watching on video and you see all of these uh, mysterious droids and creatures on screen, then uh, you might be wondering, there's also a new face on screen. Um, that's because it is Star Wars week at Popcorn Heist. You know, Popcorn Heist, Star Wars week. Star Wars week. <laughs> so it'd be fun. By the time you're listening to this episode, it'll be Thursday, but Tuesday was May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. So Popcorn Heist created Star Wars Week, where we put out Star Wars content every day. And today is a very special episode. Nick and I have been wanting to do this sort of segment for a while, and that is drafts. So if you're a fan of fantasy football, then you know what this is about, is that we sort of take a franchise we love, such as Star Wars, or maybe in the future we'll do stuff like Marvel or Game of Thrones. We invite an expert on to be our moderate moderator and sort of divide up different categories. And then Nick and I will choose our teams and pit them against each other in the end. Yep. And, and we do not know the characters that the, the expert is going to choose. So uh, we're, we're excited to, to see what they chose and um, it's going to be a surprise for us as well. Mm -hmm. And that being said, our expert today that we brought on is a good friend of mine, Josh Eberly. Say hi to the crowd, Josh. How's it going, everybody? Uh, very excited to be here when uh, Jake got in touch with me, told me that they had a Star Wars week planned for Popcorn Heist and told me when, you know, thinking of who could be their, uh, you know, resident expert for the podcast. Uh, I was honored. Glad he thought of me. Um, <laughs> Star Wars has been a super central part of my life in terms of, uh, you know, relationships I've developed with people over the years. Uh, several of my closest friends to this day are friends that I met through a mutual love of Star Wars. Uh, for me, that love began super early in my life, probably about four or five years old, watching the VHS tapes, uh, original theatrical cuts of the original trilogy with my dad, uh, developed into uh, more of an obsession beyond the uh, love for Star Wars that my dad introduced me to, um, you know, Years and years of collecting figures, statues, comics, books, uh, anything I could really get my hands on, a couple Star Wars tattoos, uh, and sort of culminating in my proudest achievement as a Star Wars fan uh, back around the time of my 21st birthday, constructing my own lightsaber. And so, uh, you know, just a big fan and very happy that I got to be uh, the uh, individual selected to uh, moderate today's uh, Star Wars draft. Yep, and we're excited to have you, and that resonates a lot with Jake and I. Uh, Jake and I met 
we didn't meet through Star Wars, but we became roommate. We met right before we went to college. We became roommates in college. And in our first semester, all we did, like almost every night, we watched movies together. Uh, Marvel was one of them. Star Wars was one of them. So even though we didn't meet through Star Wars, it is definitely a cornerstone of our relationship. So that that definitely resonates with us. Yeah, your your Star Wars resume is pretty... That's how you know that Josh is our, is our Star Wars expert. He watched the theatrical cuts on VHS. <laughs> that, that was my introduction to Star Wars. I was very fortunate to have a dad who had, you know, Star Wars in multiple formats. Uh, at the time, you know, I guess when we were, you know, that young, VHS mm -hmm. was kind of going out of fashion. DVD was becoming a more normal thing in homes. But uh, my dad held on to those VHS tapes. I still have them somewhere in my basement. Uh, but those VHS t tapes, those theatrical cuts of Star Wars were my introduction to the universe uh, that George Lucas kind of created and all of the actors brought to life uh, and, you know, grew up on the prequels to a to a degree. Still a little bit young to say we fully grew up on those prequels, but, you know, made a lot of friends and a lot of relationships over the course of my lifetime centered around uh, a mutual love of Star Wars. So I got to ask before we get further into the episode is what color did you choose to create your lightsaber? So my first lightsaber that I created, so prior to creating, building my own lightsaber, I'd actually saved up for several years because there's this great company out there. If you guys don't know it called Vader's Vault and they make probably the highest quality uh, special FX lightsabers you could buy on the market today. Uh, made in the U.S., family-owned business down in Georgia. I've met the uh, owners of the company a couple of times at Comic-Con, and I bought a lightsaber from them, uh, and it is you know, color-changing blade. But then I decided when I wanted to build my lightsaber because I didn't really feel like I needed to feel the risk of not having access to different colored lightsabers because I already had that, I decided my first lightsaber had to be the classic uh, you know, Luke Skywalker, Anakin Skywalker, Ray Graflex, the the showstopper, the hero lightsaber, and so I built it and have it sort of configured in a little bit of a uh, Frankenstein, which might be sacrilegious to some, uh, combination of some of the very nice features of the Empire Strikes Back version of that lightsaber, mm -hmm. uh, and my favorite features of the sequel trilogy version of that saber, specifically some of the brass accents, but. That, that was it. So classic blue blade. Uh, mm. Can't go wrong with it. Love it. Love that. So you've you've been introduced to our expert. I'm going to break down a little bit more about the draft for you, and then we'll get into our quote of the episode. So Sounds good. Star Wars is a huge universe. We talk about it a lot. Nick and I probably mention Star Wars every episode, whether or not the At topic is fully another. devoted <laughs> to Star Wars. I tell Nick this. I've mentioned it many times. I think about Star Wars every day, you know? <laughs> At least once popped Same. into my head. So it's a huge universe, and it's kind of like it would be silly to just create a one huge pool of Star Wars characters and have me and Nick be choosing which ones we wanted. So we decided to divide it up into seven different rounds, which Josh has chosen uh, the bank of choices for us. So uh, we've divided it into light side users, dark side users, non-force users, bounty hunters, creatures, droids, and ships. So we'll get a little bit more into that later, uh, but that's how we decided to divide up the Star Wars universe uh, to fit this episode best. So 
with that being said, Nick, why don't you unveil the quote of the episode today? It's yep. a very I special. Al- one. I also want to mention that, like Jake said, we'll each be choosing teams. Josh is going to give his thoughts on whose team would win at the end and and throughout. Uh, we'll be discussing, but we also want to have Instagram vote on uh, whose team would win. So to get a, to get everyone else involved a little bit, but yes, as you guys know, we love quotes here at Popcorn Heist. Um, we love Star Wars quotes. We love funny Star Wars quotes. And uh, as part of Star Wars week, we had some some submissions of uh, we, when we were celebrating the, all the quotes of Star Wars. We had some uh, some fans submit some quotes, and we chose one to be the quote of this episode. And it's one that I uh, I have a little story about as well. But we'll get to that. And this was submitted by uh, Das Rain Gold is his at, but he is Constantine Godelius, <laughs> and um, the quote is from the Phantom Menace, and it is peace. <laughs> and that is the final quote of the Phantom Menace. It is said by um, Boss Nass, I believe is his name, and it is uh, at, on Naboo when he's holding up the orb, and it is a very funny and weird quote, but also amazing. And the story behind, well, I, I, it was submitted by someone else, but Jake and I have a little bit of a story about this one also. We were actually at uh, our friend's house, and he had a he had a pool, and he had some orbs in the pool, and they they lit up. And the whole week, when we we stayed over for a weekend, pretty much the whole weekend, a bunch of times when we would jump in the pool, we would grab the orbs, hold them up, and go peace, and jump <laughs> in the pool. So uh, it's a quote that we we've loved, and someone else submitted it. So so that. That's the quote of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. We also made a whole game out of it. Instead of truth or dare, it would be truth or orb. So you, if you didn't want to answer your I wasn't truth, even going to get into that. I, you got to get into it. If you didn't want to answer your truth, you had to grab the orb and go peace and jump into the pool and it was freezing. Yeah. So. yeah I, it was at oh, night when it was colder. So yeah. <laughs> and, All right. I'd say that's a pretty good quote. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so. Why don't we get uh? Why don't we get it straight into this draft here? Josh has created a little presentation for us. Some oh yes, for people uh, watching. Could could not help myself. Uh, had to had to present things in a way that you know, if I were drafting my team of uh, Star Wars picks, I would probably you know expect something like this. Mm-hmm. So again, welcome to the 2021 Popcorn High Star Wars draft. Uh, as Jake yes. said before, we're going to break down this draft into seven rounds. In each round, there will be a different size pool of characters, creatures, things to choose from. Uh, and within each of those pools of characters, creatures, things, um, Jake and Nick are going to uh, pick. Uh, we are going to start off with a coin toss, although in this case, uh, I'll be using a guitar pick since it was the closest thing I could find to a coin with a heads or a tails. Uh, and we will decide who goes first. And after each round, we will cycle with who gets to pick first from that particular round cast of characters. Uh, so uh, without further ado, you guys ready to begin? I sure. Am. Who's calling it? Me or Jake? Uh, let's uh, let's, let's see. Go uh, Jake. Jake, you do it. Hey, call okay. it. Heads or tails? Uh, no, tails. Jake's got it. Tails. And it fell on the floor and it is heads. Yes. Ooh. All right. And we're just, there's Nick no snake. First up. <laughs> no snake order i'm going first then jake's going and then i'm going and then next round we will switch who goes first yes keep it simple all right yep. so for our first round may i introduce to you our lineup of light side force users you'll see some you know classic choices uh i Ooh. felt like with the pool of light side users that you have within the star wars universe there are almost too many to choose from 
Uh, and, you know, you have to go with your classics from each of the trilogies, from the animated series. Uh, you know, I got some personal, uh, you know, picks in there myself. Uh, so our choices are Anakin Skywalker, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Master Yoda, Grandmaster of the Jedi Order, Ahsoka Tano, Kanan Jarrus, Plo Koon, Qui-Gon Jinn, Mace Windu, Luke Skywalker, and Rey, uh, or Rey Skywalker, if you fancy. <laughs> All right, Nick, you have the first choice in this draft. Oh, this like hurts me to not choose certain characters on this screen first. Um, uh, I will go with... Oh, this is so tough. I will go with... Um, Honestly, I don't... There's characters that I like way more than this character on the screen. But I'm going to go with Luke Skywalker because I have always felt that Luke Skywalker in Return of the Jedi, even though he, you, we haven't seen too much of his training, I personally feel that Luke Skywalker is the most powerful Jedi at that point. Uh, more powerful than, than Yoda or Anakin or Obi-Wan. So I will go with Luke Skywalker as my first choice. Excellent. And as a footnote, before Jake uh, moves on, when I was compiling this list, my thought process was, uh, you know, power levels of these characters at their peak, peak mm -hmm. physical form. Okay. Okay. All right, Jake, you are next. So that being said, can I assume that by ch that Anakin Skywalker is peak Anakin or if his peak if he were to not go to the dark side? Because technically he would have been the most powerful no, Jedi of all time. No. <laughs> I, I think with this, my my idea is we're thinking episode three era meets, you know, some of later Clone Wars, you know, peak Anakin when he was a Jedi. We're not going with any alternate timelines here. We're okay. going peak Anakin Skywalker. Jake loves to talk about Anakin's potential if he didn't turn to the dark side. <laughs> it's a hard conversation not to have. Um, I think I'm going to go Master Yoda for my first pick. You got to... I, I don't know. That's a controversial uh, saying, what you said before, Nick, though, that Luke Skywalker... I know, I was very close Yoda. to going for... I was very close to going for Yoda, but you I know, had to go with Luke. Yoda's 900 years old. He's got tons of experience under his belt. He may be... He may have had some play into the fall to the Jedi during the prequels, but I ultimately think he's probably the, the most powerful Jedi that we've seen on screen. Fair argument. All right, Nick, it rolls over to you again. Who do you pick from our list of remaining Oh, now there's another clear two that I have to choose between. Uh, I will go with... Uh, I will go with... Um, Anakin. All right. I feel so like... Oh, that's a tough one. Little, yeah, I a little bit with... of father son action here. Yeah, All right. I'm like a Skywalker family stand. It looks like, <laughs> but um, I I I feel like I know Obi Wan beat quote unquote Anakin when he was not really Anakin. He was Darth Vader, um, but that was because that was because of his arrogance. So I I feel like if he wasn't on the dark side, it would have been of like a stalemate of a fight. So so mm. that I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Anakin on this one. All right, I follow the train of logic, and with that, we move on to Jake. Um, I think I'm going to choose... So, I chose Yoda because, I, as I said before, I think he's the most powerful Jedi. Um, he's been around for 900 years. He's got a lot of experience under his belt. And I think I'm going to go with the wisest 
Jedi, and that's Qui Gon Jinn. Um, Ooh. Ooh. All right. Interesting choices here. All right. Uh, I, I'm liking the choices so far. I'm liking the logic and the defenses being used here. And with that, we move on to uh, Nick for your final pick of final the Light Side pick. Force users. Final round. pick. Oh my God. I can't believe I'm not. Oh, I can't believe I'm not choosing Ahsoka Tano. Um. No way. It hurts. It hurts. <laughs> Oh, 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 yeah, Ahsoka Tano's my favorite character, um, but I will have to go with, I'll go with Mace Windu. Right. I'll go with Mace Windu. Mace Windu is like the proclaimed best dueler in the Jedi Order. He beat Palpatine until Anakin intervened. Um, yeah, that that's, oh, yep, I will go with Mace Windu. All right. I like the choices. And Jake, it is off to you for your final choice of the light side force users round. Am I allowed to say why I don't agree with one of Nick's choices or should I leave that up to Josh yes. to be the judge? You so can do that. I I'll allow it. I specifically saw Mace Windu and I said, I am out of everyone. I am not picking Mace Windu because he, I agree with, yes, he's pro- self he's proclaimed as the best dueler uh, with a lightsaber, but I think he's the most faulted uh, and plays into the weaknesses of the Jedi during the prequels is that they were very political and that they can't love and that he was way too strict and unloving with Anakin, you know? So I agree, but this is just fight and he would be a bomb. Too, a bomb well, too much fight. into the dogma of the Jedi, but I, uh, I, I agree with the logic. We're not building a Jedi order here, Jake. No, but we're, it's we're still on that scenario. <laughs> I am going to go with Ahsoka Tano if you're not going to snatch oh! that. Cause... <laughs> oh my god. That's, that's that almost a choice out of spite. That hurts, that's almost Jake. a choice out of spite. I, I like get, it. A little bit out of spite. <laughs> Just a little bit. But Bringing I lo- in the drama. I love Ahsoka Tano. I mean, like, she has so much heart. Um, she, like, kind of embodies the best of Anakin with like, that he does his own thing and kind of, like, She's wise to the hypocrisy of the Jedi and doesn't completely play into it, but she does it in a wise way and where she's always selfless and not doing it in a like a clouded, arrogant way. I, I'm, I'm liking the logic. So, so far, uh, as far as my commentary for these light side choices are concerned, um, I'm seeing a certain pattern with the choices here. I'm seeing certain leanings within the Jedi Order in terms of whether the uh, the focus of the individual is on uh, oneness with the force, the spirituality, at, uh, you know, part of being a Jedi, uh, the defensive nature of being a Jedi versus some pretty heavy hitters, arguably three of the heaviest hitters in this category. We shall see how this adds up later on. So now we will be moving on to our dark side force users category. And for this one, Shockingly enough, tougher decisions when compiling a list of dark side users. You have your classic choices who you're going to see in a moment. So we have our classic choices. Darth Vader, Kylo Ren, Darth Maul, Sidious. We have Lord Tyrannus himself, Count Dooku of Sereno. Uh, We have several other characters here who I picked. There was some thought process behind them. Uh, For example, we have uh, our friend, the Grand Inquisitor from the Rebels uh, series. We have 
The Sun, who was my interesting to- choice. It was a toss-up between The Sun and uh, another uh, quite popular, quite powerful uh, Sith uh, Dark Side Force user, uh, essentially The Sun, that representation of the Dark Side. We have Asajj Ventress, the uh, brother of Darth Maul, uh, or uh, rather, Savage Opress, followed by Asajj Ventress, and we have Mother Talzin, because even though when we think of Dark Side Force users, we immediately think Sith, I'm thinking Night Sisters, Dark Magic. So, uh, we begin this round with uh, Jake choosing first. Josh, I like these picks. This is I love these this picks. Is, <laughs> I love the, that you're you're going in this on the animated difficult. shows. Nick and I yeah. love Clone Wars and Rebels. Um, you can't pass them up. Yeah. All right. Um, my first pick is Darth Vader, hands down. Got <laughs> wow. Gotta go. Gotta go for Vader. All right. Uh, wow. Easy choice. Doesn't seem to need an explanation. Nick, it is up to you. With Darth Vader out of the running, who will you pick? Oh, I'm gonna go Emperor Palpatine, baby. That's my boy. He's the most. He took over the whole galaxy. He's got scheminess. He's got combat. I, I can't believe you picked Vader first, Jake. Well, he's the, he's the greatest <laughs> villain of all time. He won Master a greatest villain of all time burnt, uh, bracket. I gotta go. All right. I'm, I'm liking this. We're thinking in terms of you know fan choices in the uh, Instagram polls. I'm I'm seeing somebody flying <laughs> for popularity here. All right, Jake, it is back to you. Who of our remaining contenders do you choose? Oh, um, this is tough. Um, I think I'm going to go with Mother Talzin. Interesting choice. Do you have any uh, reason for that decision? Um, I'm looking at the other choices, and as much as I love so many of these Sith characters, like Darth Maul is probably, he's up there, like top three favorite characters for me, especially because of his arc in animated shows. But a lot of the Sith are very, kind of like same weaknesses as Anakin, is they're a little arrogant and they're clouded in their minds. And Mother Talzin does eventually meet her ends, but I think she's very wise and like, very, very powerful and not to be underestimated. Certain level-headedness that maybe a Sith uh, adherent would not have. I like the <laughs> argument there. All right, Nick, it is up to you, my friend. Easy one. The son, he's the embodiment of the dark side, and the only one who can control him is either the father or the chosen one who is on my side. Well, I guess you have Vader, but no. <laughs> Anakin <laughs> controls him, so I'm going to choose the son. He's the embodiment of the dark side. All right, I love the uh, I love the argument, and Jake, we are back to you for your third and final choice of this round. Oh God, this is a tough one. There's some heavy hitters left. There are, there are. Mm. I, now I feel like Nick. Last round, he's like, I can't believe I'm not gonna go with Ahsoka. I can't believe I'm not gonna go with Darth Maul on this one. Um, I'm gonna choose Count Dooku. Lord Tyrannus. Wow. I'm not All right. a, yeah, not a not a huge fan of him in the in the movies, but it's definitely proven in the animated shows, and especially he's Master Yoda's apprentice, former apprentice. You know, I think he's very powerful. Right, excellent. Uh and now, Nick, we are off to you for your final pick of the Dark Side Force Users round. Now it's my turn to get a spite pick. I get Darth Maul. Um 
I was thinking of maybe choosing Kylo Ren because, you know, I, I got all those Skywalk Skywalkers on my side, but I'm going to yeah. go with Darth Maul. You're, you're going, you're going for pick. a family. You're going for a family synergy with all those Skywalkers. So no, uh, no, no. I didn't choose Kylo. I choose Maul. <laughs> leave, leave him to the sidelines. So, uh, my commentary for this round uh, is simply going to be: uh, Mother Talzin was one of those sleeper picks, and I think Jake picked her for all of the right reasons. Okay. Uh, I I think there was some smart logic there. Uh, so we are now moving on to uh, what I think are going to be some of the uh, more interesting categories in terms of some of the choices I put in there that, uh, you know, at first glance uh, might be like, yeah, pass it up. But we'll see. So we move on to our next round of non-Force users. And we Ooh. have uh, Finn. We have Dameron, We have Chewbacca, the mighty Wookiee. We have Commander Cody and Captain Rex. We have... Grand Moff Tarkin, we have Han Solo, Lando Calrissian, General Grievous, even though he does have some midi-chlorians infused in his blood, he is a non-force user, and we have Grand Admiral Thrawn. And now, uh, this round, Nick, I believe you start us off with our non-force oh, users. Me first? Me first? I believe okay. so. Um, oh, God. Okay. Um, I feel like this might not be a popular choice for Instagram voting purposes, but I gotta go with Grand Admiral Thrawn. No, I I <laughs> love Grand Admiral Thrawn. He's like an amazing villain. He's so smart, and he's a beast in combat. Combat. He could like like. Have you seen him fight his droids in the? You know what I mean. He's he's, he's got some hand to hand skills. He's a beast. He's so smart, and he's he's a he's a scary guy. I, I he's love jacked. Him. I, yeah, he's, he's a jacked. Fit dude. Yeah, he's yeah. hot. He's hot. I got <laughs> Grand Admiral man. Thrawn. <laughs> I, I love the I like choice. How you chose, I like how you chose the EU picture too on screen. Oh, I had to. I had to go with that Timothy Zahn, uh, you know, the book cover. It's great. Right. You can't can't go wrong with that. All right. So Jake, who is uh, disappearing into the background of his ship, uh, Jake, it is <laughs> off to you. Your first pick with the non-forced users. Oh, I'm I'm angry that you still. I knew you were gonna do it. That, <laughs> you knew it. <laughs> So I'm gonna I I think I'm gonna go with Chewbacca on this one. Um, Interesting. Not only is he a great pilot, capable and capable of piloting the Millennium Falcon, the fastest ship in the galaxy. Um, Love it. But he's also a complete powerhouse. I mean, like insanely strong. And who doesn't love Chewbacca? Like he survived all throughout all three trilogies, and he's just an experienced fighter all around. Right. Excellent. Uh, Nick, we are up to you again. Uh, take your second pick of the non-force users. Okay, I'm gonna go with. I gotta go with a live-action one. I gotta go with Han Solo. Um, oh, oh. We're separating he's, he's the dream team. He's Han Solo. Yeah, we are separating the duo, but um, can't give can't give Jake that duo. So I'm gonna take Han Solo. <laughs> that that, would, that is a strategic <laughs> choice right there. All right, Jake, we are up to you. Pick your second non-force user for the draft. Um, I'm going to go with Captain Rex because right. he is just an amazing, an amazing captain. Uh, yeah. What would you, an army captain, a war captain? What would you, yeah. Warrior, trooper, yeah, army. A, he, overall great warrior. You know, he served the resistance. Well, he served the rebels. Well, um, not the resistance. I don't, we don't know where, where he is right in the, in that part of the timeline, but yeah, I just, I love Captain Rex. He's a great character. 
lovable character, uh, very good combatant. I like it. All right, Nick, we are up to your final choice of the non-Force users. Who will it be? I will go with General Grievous. Um, not many non-Force users can go up against Obi-Wan Kenobi, so I will go with General Grievous, and I got I got those four arms now. Four arms, four more lightsabers added to the arsenal. Four more arsenal. lightsabers, yep. All right, not a bad choice. And, uh, Jake, we are up to you. Your final choice uh, of the remaining pool of uh, scum, villainy, and scoundrels. Mm. So... I'm going to go with Poe Dameron. Right. And I'll say, well, I got Chewbacca as like the pilot of the Millennium Falcon. There's a, no one on this list that can pilot an X-Wing like Poe Dameron. And that he's got that. Except who's on my team, Luke Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> already, already showing shade. Ain't, ain't no one got spunk and fire in him like Poe Dameron also, too. <laughs> You know, you got Poe Dameron and Captain Rex together. I would love to see them in a scene together, just plotting out some some battle battle strategies. I think that is uh, some smart logic. Uh, and, you know, to end this round off, uh, again, some smart decisions. Early on, Nick going for uh, one of the tacticians of the bunch, going for somebody who's uh, proven himself time and time again to know how to deal with combat scenarios. But in the same respect, Jake, at the end of that, Pulling it through with the double Captain Rex, you get the experience and combat experience and the knowledge of battle scenarios. And then Poe Dameron, who himself becomes a pretty impressive leader by the end of his arc in the sequel trilogy. So again, some good choices. A lot for me to think about at the end of all of this. Now we move on to the Bounty Hunters category. Uh, We are now narrowing down our choices to six. Uh, In the Bounty Hunter category, we have None other than Boba Fett. We have Bosk, the Trandoshan bounty hunter, Cad Bane, classic from the Clone Wars animated series, Din Djarin, uh, the star, breakout star of the Mandalorian. We have Embo, uh, who is a Kuzo bounty hunter. Uh, interesting choice for those of you who may not remember him. Uh, introduced first in the Clone Wars. Uh, preferred weapon, a Wookiee bowcaster. Uh, and considering Wookiee bowcasters are only given out you know their family heirlooms clearly you can assume he got that from something nefarious and we have dengar uh the foul-mouthed uh, australian space australian bounty hunter uh so in this uh particularly uh particular category i think jake you got the first pick of the um, bounty i think hunters. we're only choosing two bounty hunters right correct? yes correct okay. we are only choosing two bounty hunters okay Wow, this is this is a this is a good Josh. I, I I like it. Props to you. Um, Thank you. All right. Um, this is a really tough one. This is a very tough one. <laughs> very 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 tough. I'm trying not to let my my favorites get like cloud my judgment. Um, it was the toughest thing. But he because of the Mandalorian, he has become one of my favorites now. Um, I think I got to go with Boba Fett. Right. Just an absolute monster in any battle scenario and anything he goes into just oh my god if you if you saw his return in in the mandalorian then you know what i'm talking about i mean just a simple man making his way through the galaxy but he he's not one that you want to go to toe-to-toe with that's all i'll say right nick the choice is yours oh there's a clear two and three here and i uh it's hard for me to choose between them because 
like I said, I don't want to cloud my judgment with my favorite. Um, I will go with Man- Mando Din Djarin. Um, he's pretty, as much as he struggles in a fight, he always comes out on top. He rarely loses a fight. Uh, like I said, he struggles, but he's, he's, I consider Mandalorian almost like video game. He gets a new weapon every few episodes and he learns how to use that weapon quick. So I'll, I'll, I'll go with Mando. All right. Fair choice. Uh, the scrappy Mando Dinjarin. All right, Jake, this is your final choice since we've narrowed it down to two for this round. Wonder who uh, it'll be. Some tough choices. <laughs> now that I <laughs> Nick knows who it's going to be. Now yeah. that I now that I secured Boba Fett, I got to go for Cad Bane. He's All he's right. one of my favorites. Just so cool. Not and not only just because he looks, sounds, and just is always steals every scene that he's in. But how could you not love a uh, alien like space gun slinging like cowboy like himself? I mean, awesome he's, character. He, He's outsmarted Obi. He he's outsmarted Obi Wan Kenobi. He's always comes out on top. And any like he's fooled and infiltrated the Jedi Temple before. You know, I I just you gotta love Cad Bane in every scene that he's in in any sort of battle he goes into. All right, awesome. And Nick, we have your final choice between the remaining three bounty hunters. Oh, this is a bad round to go second in. I feel like the top three. There's a big drop off after the top three. Um, I'll go with, I'll go with Bosk. All right. He's a solid, he's a solid choice. All right. So he was on my, I had a bounty hunter poster in college and it was like Darth Vader in the middle. And then I think Boba was on there and Bosk was on there. So I do like Bosk a little bit as much as it hurts me to not have Cad Bane on my team. (laughs) I will say I will not be allowing my own personal feelings about characters, but Bosk is definitely, uh, you know, but besides everybody's favorite Boba Fett, Bosk is is definitely uh, a favorite of mine. And I think at the end of the day, uh, you know, a, a team up of Dinjarin and Bosk could be an interesting team up to see. Uh, Boba Fett and Cad Bane, also extremely successful, extremely accomplished bounty hunters with a bit of a history. So uh, we are moving on to the next and final round of six choices uh, in which each of you will pick two we're moving on to our creature round and i decided rather than going with named creatures i would go with actual monstrous creatures from the star wars galaxy Mm. so we have Mm. the six following choices uh we have the wampa from hoth we have the reek the Aklay, and the nexu all three can be seen in episode two uh, at the geonosian arena uh you know big monsters we have the rancor a classic star wars creature and then we have the gundark uh, another uh, classic star wars creature uh, first mentioned in empire strikes back uh, looks strong enough to pull the ears off a gundark uh, which i don't know if you would ever want to get close enough to this thing to pull its ears off but uh, with this round uh, if i remember correctly nick you are starting us off yes i am um I will go with the Rancor because even Luke Skywalker in Return of the Jedi, when he's extremely powerful, still has trouble with the Rancor. So I will, I will go with the Rancor. Right, certainly, uh, certainly one of the larger of the choices. Uh, Jake, we move on to you for your first pick. You'll have to forgive me. To you have to point out just exactly. I know the Wampa and uh, the Gundark. 
Um, we got the Aklay, big crab creature. We got the Nexu, uh, you know, cat-looking creature. And we have the Reek, uh, the Rhino. Jay, that, uh, have you seen Attack of the Clones? I have. I just don't remember. All three this. of them are from Attack of the Clones. Oh, oh, I know they're from Attack of the Clones. I just like <laughs> placing the name with the picture. You know, listen, wow. I, I, can't, gotcha, gotcha. I can't fault you. No. I can't fault you for uh, for uh, a poor memory point. of Attack of the Clones. No, of course I know. The, no, I didn't know the, the names either. That's fair. Anakin and Padme <laughs> ride on the. I'm I'm sorry the the reek right here the, the reek yeah yeah so I'm but I'm gonna go with the Gundark actually okay so we have Jake going for the Gundark uh, I mean just looks absolutely terrifying to begin with and a yeah, little bit of mystery I don't know the Gundark what what is the Gundark from again so we have uh, the first mention in Empire Strikes Back when uh, Luke is healing okay. up after his confrontation with the Wampa Han says you look strong enough to pull the ears off a of Gundark. Then we have one of our first uh, on-screen appearances of the Gundark in uh, the Clone Wars. Uh, Anakin mm. and Obi-Wan not only mention stumbling into a nest of Gundark, which is probably a nightmare, but I do believe we get to see uh, the Gundark in the first arc where we meet uh, Hondo. Mm. Okay. Pirates. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, that leaves us with the Wampa, the Nexu, uh, the Reek, and the Acklay. Uh, so Jake uh, picked uh, last, which means Nick, you are picking your final choice now. I will go with the Reek. I feel like that was the toughest of the ones from Attack of the Clones. As much as the Wampa is kind of iconic, I feel like the Reek. I I wouldn't I wouldn't mess with the Reek. Yeah, armored hide, three horns, looks pretty angry. Yeah. Uh, all right, Jake, so the final three choices are yours. The Wampa, the Nexu, and the Acklay. So I'm going to go with the Nexu. Um, the, the, the fan choice or, like, the immediate choice is, like, you want to go for the Wampa, but Luke took him out pretty easily with the lightsaber, and I feel like the Nexu is a little more agile, can maybe can get around some, some of the te next team members. All right, I like the uh, I like the <laughs> thinking behind that. All right, and now we are moving into the first of our uh, rounds where you've got four options to choose from, uh, and each of you will have one choice from each of these next two rounds. So you've got to make that choice count um, because of our lineup from uh, before. Uh, I believe that means, Jake, you get the first pick of the droids. Uh, and that means you get to eliminate one uh, and leave the three. So we Ooh. have the IG Assassin Droid, uh, made famous by characters like IG-88, IG-11, uh, Programmable Assassins, Bounty Hunters, Mercenaries. We have the IG-100 Magna Guard, made famous as the personal guard to General Grievous. We have the uh, Confederacy of Independent Systems, Droidica, uh, Shield Generation, Rapid Fire, uh, nicknamed uh, very appropriately the Destroyer Droid, and we have the Dark Trooper, uh, made their first appearance years ago in the Dark Forces video game for PlayStation 1, and recently made their on-screen debut in The Mandalorian, and we saw how that turned out for everybody involved. <laughs> I thought for sure that this round was going to be Jake choosing R2-D2 and me choosing Chopper. I, <laughs> I thought for 100% sure that that was going to happen. I was not expecting these. I love <laughs> it. I, I, went full on, I, love I went full on combat. I love that. Love it. All right, Jake. Well, R2 is not bad. Neither of them are bad in a fight. Neither of them I are like bad this. in a scrap. I like but... this. 
we're going disposable. I would be heartbroken if anything happened to either R2 or <laughs> Chopper. Probably more so than I would for any of the human characters. True, true. True. Wow. All right, this Jake. Is, you really, wow, this is tough, Josh. I, I, I applaud you. Uh, Not an easy one. I, I in, in making this, this was the one round where I was like, if I had a choice between any of these, they're all horrifying. I don't know really who are. I would want more. Uh, um it's tough because like you've i've seen jedi like tear all of these to pieces and, and yeah <laughs> throughout their appearances so i'm like yeah. which one could like pose more of a distraction or like more of a threat i i feel like i gotta go with the ig assassin droid um ig 11 um is just amazing in the mandalorian and just seeing like how he's swinging his arms around and like super agile and able to amazing. his marksmanship is crazy like the dark trooper is i almost went for the dark trooper but seeing luke skywalker just absolutely obliterate them i don't i don't know all programmed killing machines these four droids are all programmed for one function and that is the destruction of organic life so yeah. uh i think it's a pretty even choice but it is tough to choose because you know they all have their uh their ups and downsides so nick you get the final choice of this round uh, and i think you still have three pretty solid choices to to pick from that is true but i do know which one i'm gonna pick um it's going to be the dark trooper uh right. i know that we did see luke tear through a bunch but mando himself who i think is a powerhouse had trouble yeah. getting getting through the dark trooper and i mean if i get the music that comes with him <laughs> oh yeah you the get the music trooper. that comes with okay. it undoubtedly bom, no bom. way you wouldn't <laughs> Okay, I got the Dark Trooper and the music. All right, so uh, at the end of this round, I think uh, this might be uh, one of the tougher rounds for me to call at the end of this because you have two programmed killing machines, uh, each with their own, you know, unique strengths and weaknesses. Um, and we got to see a lot of these two droids in uh, The Mandalorian. And so we have a pretty good idea of what they're capable of. So this will be amongst the more difficult uh, rounds for me to kind of assess and we move on to our final round uh, and in this round Nick has first pick of the ships uh, you could think of these in terms of their actual name ships I just have our generic brands we have the Corellian YT-1300 which is uh, better known uh, as the Millennium Falcon we have the Razor Crest which is simply the Razor Crest we have the Fire Spray 31, the Slave 1, Boba Fett, Jango Fett ship. Uh, and we have the Sith Infiltrator, uh, or in Darth Maul's case, the Scimitar. Uh, his Sith-specified uh, light interceptor, extremely fast, extremely agile, pretty cool ships. So, uh, Nick, you have a choice of these four, and you get to start us off. Hmm. I think this is a this is a an easy one for me. I think I gotta go with the uh, YT thirteen hundred freighter, which is a Millennium right. Falcon. I got a big team. I need a ship that can carry my big team. Um, right. And you know we've seen the I have Han Solo on my team, so we've seen the Millennium Falcon in many fights. Uh, I think I think if I have Han Solo and if I have the Millennium Falcon, it's it's a deadly duo. So I'll go with I'll go with the with the Millennium Falcon or the YT thirteen hundred freighter. That. Excellent. <laughs> wow. And Jake, you are stuck between three pretty awesome ships. I, you, you, we, we do got some pretty awesome ones. All four are really great. You, you know, you, 
with Han and the Millennium Falcon, that is a that is a nice little pairing you got there, Nick. But I think I'm gonna go with the the Fire Spray 31, the Slave One. I got Boba Fett on my team. That's his ship. That's his baby. Well, his dad's baby, but it's now his baby now. Um, and you know, even if his he's not on it, or his donor. <laughs> that, those are, that those hurts. are fight, those are fighting words <laughs> and fighting words but even if he's not flying it chewy and poe are very capable of flying any ship you know and those seismic blasts the bwomps you know oh, the best sound in star wars oh yeah all right so that ends our draft and now i'm going to have to take some serious i'm gonna have to put some serious thought in this so i'm gonna go back and we're gonna start and just refresh our way so in round one uh, Nick picked Anakin Skywalker, Mace Windu, and Luke Skywalker. Jake picked Master Yoda, Ahsoka Tano, uh, and Qui-Gon Jinn. And I have to be honest, this was a tough round. But if I'm going to rate this by round, we're going to go round by round and see how we determine this. Um, I have to say the edge, a slight edge for the light side force users. I have to give that slight edge to Jake. And now it might come as a shock to people, especially for the Instagram voters, heavy hitters, the heaviest hitters you could think of, Anakin, Luke, Mace Windu. But I'm thinking in terms of Ahsoka Tano knows Anakin's style. She knows how he fights. She knows he can be rash. And we're talking Ahsoka at her peak. I'm thinking in terms of Yoda and Master Qui-Gon, two Jedi who have been argued as being the most in tune with the Force out of the entire Jedi Order. And then the logic there behind why those heavy hitters are flawed. Mace Windu and Anakin Skywalker working together? I can't see that combination going too well for them. <laughs> so, Good point. So my, uh, my first round has to go for Jake. Now, if we look at the dark side users. Wait, wait actually, quick, Josh. Uh, yes. One thing that I'd be interested to ask you for each of these rounds, actually, is who is someone that neither Nick or I chose that you would have chosen? Maybe. Um, I think I would have chosen Plo Koon. And it's not simply because he's my favorite character on this list. Uh, it's because uh, Plo Koon is one of very few Jedi on the Jedi Order, uh, besides in Legends, Luke Skywalker, who could do the same, uh, who could use this ability, I believe it's called Force Retribution. And essentially, it is the light side equivalent of Force Lightning. Essentially, he would be able to counter many of the Sith characters uh, much more easily than some others could. Uh, and in addition, he tends to be a pretty well-rounded and calm, collected individual. I think he'd work well on a team with just about anybody. Hmm. So I think he'd be a pretty good universal. Otherwise, I'd probably pick a combination of uh, you know, your teammates from either of your choices there. So if we move on to the dark side, we have Jake picked Darth Vader, Count Dooku, Mother Talzin. We have Again, some heavy hitters here. And with Nick, we have Darth Maul. We have Sheev Palpatine, Dark Lord of the Sith. And we have the Sun, the physical embodiment of the dark side. And for this one, it's a tough choice. Uh, I put Mother Talzin on there, and Jake was thinking in the right sort of line of logic there. Mother Talzin would, I think, be one of the most capable counters to a, an individual like uh, Darth Sidious. Uh, I think her knowledge of the dark side of the Force uh, skews in different directions than the Sith have been trained. Uh, I think that utilizing dark side magic, which we've seen Calpatine use in Rebels before, uh, I think she'd be a good counter there. 
Uh, however, for this round, uh, despite not having, I think, the clear fan choice in Darth Vader, I have to give it to Nick. I have to give it to Nick on this one. I think having the sun, the physical embodiment of the dark side, having Palpatine, who would probably be able to use that to the best ability of anybody here, having Anakin on his team from the last pick, helping him out, one of the few people who could really counter the sun. Uh, and then in terms of uh, lightsaber combat prowess, having Darth Maul, who I think stands up there in terms of uh, lightsaber uh, fighting abilities with the likes of uh, Darth Vader, with the likes of Luke Skywalker. I think it's a good combination. You've got good offense, good defense, good use of the dark side of the force. So I have to give the dark side round to Nick. You made a good argument, Nick, with having Anakin on your team and the sun. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll give that. that was not something I initially thought of. And the moment he said that, the moment he made that choice, I realized the sun is rash. He's emotional, but having somebody to rein him in and one of the few who could, and then having Palpatine to really tap into that anger, uh, I think that would be an impressive team. Um, next, we move on to our non-Force users. Uh, Jake chose a team of capable pilots with Poe Dameron, Chewbacca, uh, and Captain Rex, finally, as you know, a really smart choice, especially a choice that I think would pair well with somebody like Ahsoka Tano, somebody who has worked with the Galactic Republic and with the Rebel Alliance. He's going to get along and work well with everybody involved. However, on Nick's team, countering that, we have, uh, you know, the greatest scoundrel in the galaxy, Han Solo, also one of the most capable pilots you can have. We have General Grievous, uh, the only lightsaber wielder on this list of non-force users. And we have uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn, one of the best tacticians on this list. Uh, I think countered only, and why I put him on this list, countered only by Grand Moff Tarkin. Uh, and this might be digging a little deep, but uh, a couple of years ago in one of the comics, a Darth Vader comic, Grand Moff Tarkin uh, hunted Vader down for sport and succeeded in defeating Darth Vader. And so, I did not know that. I didn't know so that either. To have these kinds of things in mind, um, with these choices, um, I think for this round, let's see, this is a tough one. I think I'm going to have to, I'm going to, I'm going to have to call this one a draw. I'm going to have to call <laughs> this one a draw because wow. you have the tactician wow. in, in Captain Rex, you have the tactician in Grand Admiral Thrawn, and then you have some smart choices in terms of combat power, uh, you know, piloting capabilities, just ingenuity with some of these characters. Uh, in terms of brute strength, I think, you know, physically, Chewbacca, and it might sound ridiculous, General Grievous, in terms of imposing stature and physical strength, uh, I think, you know, somebody gets those lightsabers out of General Grievous's hands, which, as we saw in Episode 3, was a pretty simple thing to do. Um, I, I think you got some uh, a pretty impressive brawl here. Now we move on to the Bounty Hunter category. Uh, in the Bounty Hunter category, Jake, you picked Boba Fett and Cad Bane, two excellent choices. Um, you know, two people who I think many would argue are the greatest bounty hunters in the galaxy. Uh, and for Nick, in your instance, it, it was a tough choice. It was tough to follow that with Jake getting that first pick that round. Uh, but I think you picked really wisely with Din Djarin, who we've seen is capable of coming out of 
uh, these dangerous situations, has a full suit of Beskar armor, which is going to come into play. Then picking Bosk, Bosk, who grew up and, you know, after the death of Jango Fett, running around with a young Boba Fett, got to see Boba Fett come into his own. Two of the most fiercely competitive bounty hunters with one another, which is why I'm glad nobody picked them to be on a team with each other. Um, in this instance, though, I'm going to have to give it to Jake. Fair. Uh, and more so, more so than having Boba Fett, I think having Cad Bane there, who we've seen has a proven reputation of being able to handle just about anybody, uh, I think that would be a difficult, uh, a difficult round uh, not to to side with those two. I agree with you. <laughs> All right, we see we got we got no arguments here. Now we're on the creatures <laughs> round, and in terms of creature choices, Nick, you chose the Reek and the Rancor. Uh, two well-armored, large, potentially uh, mountable. You could have somebody riding on one of these things in some weird fantasy Anakin. scenario. Why not? <laughs> and we've got he's got the experience at that stage yeah. of his life. And we have the Nexu and the Gundark. So not the largest choices, but definitely two of the most agile. Um, two fierce uh, creatures that I think most people would be terrified to come up against. I mean... If if it were me being inserted into this universe, yeah, big rhino, kind of scary. Rancor, definitely scary. But I look at these two things in the teeth, I'd, I'd be freaked out. Uh, however, for this round, simply in terms of the scale of the creatures chosen, I have to go with Nick. They just outclass the other two in, in terms of weight class and in terms of physical power. I think, uh, you know... The Nexu and the Gundark are definitely two of the quicker choices, but uh, paired with everybody else that's been chosen so far, uh, I think that this is, uh, you know, the, the choice here has to go to Nick. And then we move on. Fair enough. Fair. We move on to the droid category. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. So we have the IG Assassin droid and we have the Dark Trooper. And the music. Uh, and, and the music. So the music is going to give important. you a slight edge. It's super important. Um, with my logic, with the IG Assassin droid, you have famous named bounty hunters who have made a, 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 a name for themselves in the galaxy despite being droids, being able to step up next to their organic counterparts, being able to step up next to the Boba Fetts and the Cad Banes and the Bosks and the Django Fetts of the galaxy. You have IG-11, IG-88 as your classic examples. Uh, deranged, in some cases, uh, you know, psychotic killing machines uh, uh, who are bound on pre self-preservation would self-destruct if need be. Then you have the Dark Troopers who have proven themselves to be formidable. Uh, they have, uh, you know, in the show, uh, a, Beskar, a Beskar coding. So unless you've got, uh, you know, you, you know, you've got a means to get at them they're going to be pretty tough to take down. Uh, however, in terms of movement, slower, choppier, uh, we saw in the show require a significant amount of power. Also, we don't know if these things have any uh, capability to reason and to think that the way we've seen IG assassin droids having. And in this case, I have to give the round to Jake. That's fair. That's good reasoning. But the music, I mean, I get the music that goes along with my team. I'm going to the Millennium music. Falcon blasting troopers. I'm, I'm going to say you get the music. Even if this guy goes down first, that music is still playing. It comes yes. with a, 
It comes I... on like a data pad. You get it. And it's going to be blasting through the Falcon speakers. Oh, yeah. And that brings us to our final category with the ship choices. We have the YT-1300 freighter, uh, and we have the Fire Spray 31. In both of these cases, you have paired them up with their pilots and with solid teams of other characters who would be able to pilot these ships need be. Nick was thinking from the point of logic with the Millennium Falcon uh, being a large ship, being able to accommodate everybody who he's bringing with him. I could just picture the ragtag adventures of your group of characters uh, you know, flying through the galaxy uh, on the Falcon. That would be, I, I would watch that or read that. Uh, and then we have the Fire Spray 31. Um, super agile ship equipped with really high-tech weaponry, uh, equipped with the uh, seismic charges. Uh, again, my favorite sound in all of Star Wars. Uh, and I think, here's, here's my, my thought process here. I think in terms of maneuverability, I think in terms of weaponry, I would have to, uh, in this case, uh, give it to, I think I'd have to give it to the Slave One. But in terms of the choice of the Millennium Falcon with its pilot, with the person who you expect is going to know the ins and outs and know how to pilot that ship to the best of its ability, considering the size and how it outsizes the Slave One, I think I would have to choose uh, for this round, Nick. And this brings us to an impasse because we have three rounds each for we have three rounds each for you guys, and then we have one draw. And so now I'm gonna have to call on a wild card and I'm gonna have to think about this in terms of how well do the characters you chose work together. And so again, we've got our light side choices. This was I not planned. This is definitely not planned. It was not planned. I think with our light our light side choices here. I think I'd have to give it, you know, Jake, in terms of the way they work together, in terms of, uh, you know, how they might work. I mean, nobody's going to work with the dark side users, so you just kind of have to set them aside and think about how they'd be <laughs> doing their own thing. Uh, with the choice of the non-force users, uh, again, with uh, Captain Rex and Ahsoka, that right there is a really good combination. Poe Dameron and Chewbacca together is a great combination, especially if you need them piloting a ship while your bounty hunter is doing his thing. And then again, in terms of bounty hunting, uh, as far as a pair is concerned, uh, Boba Fett and Cad Bane have had their differences, but we've seen them work together when a goal is in mind. And if there's money involved, they can work together well. Uh, Din Djarin and Boss, different generations. I don't think there would be any arguments. Um, in terms of the creatures, you might have some issues with that, because what are they thinking of? Uh, in terms of... <laughs> In terms of the droids, their programmability, in terms of everything, I think... Luke would turn around and slash my dark trooper. <laughs> I think so. I think at the end of the day, thinking about the choices that were made and how characters work with each other round to round, and it's super close, and it's hard to pick the, the, the winner of the draft, but I have to say, I think Jake just barely... Uh barely ekes it out with, uh, with his with his team. I think it's going to be difficult too because those Instagram polls are going to be harsh and they're going to be harsh with me because of some of those heavy hitters, big names that you picked, yeah. uh, Nick. Wow. But I think in terms of how these characters are going to work together, I just got to say Jake's team seems like, you know, get rid of the evil guys, get rid of the creatures. They're going to be doing their own thing, but they'll be working towards that goal because 
That is the fictional world we've created. But in terms of the I got the Emperor and Grand Grand Admiral Thrawn. They work together well, too. (laughs) (laughs) I think there's some competition there, though. We got some Uh, imperial arrogance going on. So again, at the end of that, as tough Fair. as it was, I I gotta give it to Jake on that one. All right, that, that that's a respectable opinion. I don't agree, but you don't have to agree. Uh, people, you online, are the moderator. People of the Instagram realm, please disagree with me. Uh, you know, find me on Instagram at the real Harry Potter. Message me and tell me how wrong I am. I'm curious to hear what everybody I love thinks that about that's your it. It, but yeah, that was that that is tough one of the toughest decisions i've had to make in a while that was uh, but, that, that just goes to show how well you picked the characters that it came that close because that was that was tough like i wouldn't know how to tough. i wouldn't know how to decide who won like your reasoning was was very nick virtual handshake yes that was a yeah very, that was that, that was a very good good game brother good game commendable <laughs> if if we had um you know if we had one of those uh deadliest warriors uh you know, systems where we could input everything and have it run uh, combat between these characters a hundred times and see that way, I would do that in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. But uh, going on gut instinct, uh, I gotta give it, I gotta give it to Jake. There were Fair some, enough. there were some choices there. Uh, I think in terms of the clear heavy hitters, Nick, I think you had it. But in terms of characters who could very strategically deal with those heavy hitters, I think. Uh, there, there were just some of those people on Jake's decision. Uh, I, I honestly, at the end of the day, I think it's going to really come down to that first round with the light side characters and choosing a team of Skywalkers and Mace Windu versus choosing two of the wisest Jedi and somebody who has stepped toe to toe with Darth Vader. It's a tough one. Well, it hurt me not to choose Ahsoka. It really did. <laughs> that, well, that was painful. I felt your pain yeah. there. Well, you've heard our our expert Josh's opinion, his well crafted, well said uh, judgment of that really really tough draft. Because basically, like you said, Nick Nick won based off of uh, pure power and choices, and then uh, ultimately, power. I guess fell to power. power. <laughs> so Instagram, it's your turn next. Uh, Nick, what what do you think we'll we'll do it like this Saturday or something or? soon um, with- we'll figure it out at some point during star wars week it's star wars week um yeah you're gonna get the opportunity to vote on our uh on our on our picks maybe on instagram yeah. that, that's probably uh, maybe on saturday that's probably a good idea we'll see we'll <laughs> see but regardless yeah, keep an eye out. yeah. regardless instagram. join the heist it is pot it is star wars week uh we have a lot of star wars content on our, on our feed now um keep an eye out for some more uh we just ranked every lightsaber duel so uh take a look at that almost oh, near impossible hardest list i've ever had to do i was gonna say life. talk about we've impossible choices yeah nick, we've ever nick, had to do nick deserves a round of applause and he should stand up and take a bow for writing that <laughs> dissertation that <he laughs> and and i would be texting jake at like 3 a.m and i would be like should we move this battle over the other one it was a bunch of hard choices but it's on it's on there so take a look at it uh if you're a star wars fan sure you'll enjoy it uh, i know we have uh, i think we're talking about some of the characters who we want to see in live action uh this week so got a lot of star wars content coming out yes so Amazing. join the heist thank you guys for listening um if you really like this podcast we'd really appreciate it if you follow us wherever you listen to podcasts and give us a rating and a review on itunes because it's really going to help us grow and uh yeah check out all of our platforms at popcorn heist and josh thank you so much for coming on and being our moderator it was, it was you, great having first you. ever draft moderator yeah thank you for having me i'm glad i could sort of uh 
you know, bring this whole uh, thing and I'm excited to see what the next draft is. I'm excited to see who the next, uh, next guest is. And it's always a good time when I can uh, rant a bit about Star Wars with people who, you know, really appreciate it, really get it. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Well, join the heist. Thanks, guys. Join the heist. Join the heist. Join the heist.